would you rather? Anthony Davis or Giannis Antetokounmpo? Whoa. Um, I'm going to go with Anthony Davis, to be honest, in a landslide. Yeah, I agree. Okay, we'll yeah. just move on. It's pretty easy to me. Yeah. But uh, yeah. One Dave. has a chip, one doesn't. Yeah. Uh, okay, who's next? Uh, Anthony Davis or Luka Doncic? Luka Doncic. Wow. I just, I know I just said that one has a chip and one doesn't, but I can't look past the potential of Luka Doncic. I can't, I can't do it. If you, if you said tomorrow that the league's restarting and the first overall pick is mine, I'm taking Luka Doncic. I'm not even looking at the rest of the league. You I'm know, going Luka. I think the majority would agree with you, but I would still take Anthony Davis because fair. he has a chip That's fair. That's and he's fair. a dominant player. That one's much closer than Giannis and Anthony. I agree with that. We're going to yeah. upset a lot of people with that one. Probably, yeah. Okay. So next one. Lonzo Ball or LaMelo Ball? Uh, Lonzo Ball. I think he's more seasoned. No. Uh, I like his talent. They're both, they're so similar, man. But LaMelo's too young for me to pick him over Lonzo we'll right see, now. I can see LaMelo coming in and at worst being Lonzo now. Like at wow. worst being now Lonzo. Like okay. his ceiling's way higher. I'd I kind of like that take like, actually. My eyes closed. I'd take Melo. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I would take Lonzo, but not necessarily eyes closed. Yeah. Well, Lamelo is also 6'8". Lonzo 6'6". That's the, another that height advantage. There. And yeah. defensively, he's actually really good already, Melo. So is he? He, he has lapses, but yeah, anyway. Okay. Because I think Lonzo is a, a phenomenal defensive We'll get player. into Melo after the season starts because I think once people see him play in proper season, there'll be a lot more to talk about with Melo. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, next one, Bradley Beal or Devin Booker? Devin Booker. Not even close. I'm going to pick Bradley Beal for sure. Wow. I just, I've been a Bradley Beal fan since the draft in 2012 <laughs> and I love his game. Now... Both of them, you could argue, have not translated to Ws, and that's always the argument against Booker is he's empty stats. But I don't agree with he's that stuff. He's been on a bad roster. He's man. been on he's, horrible in a yeah. horrible organization, man. And he still managed to turn himself into one of the NBA's best scorers, like yeah. comfortably just scores on everyone. So yeah, yeah I'd take um, Devin Booker only because I don't think we've seen the best version of Devin Booker, whereas Bradley Beal has already hit his peak. Um, he's hit his peak. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. Hot take. That's my hot take. He's uh, 27 years old. So I don't know about that, but he could be, well, he averaged 30 a game yeah, last year. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like we've seen what Bradley Bill can do with the keys. You sure. know, like that was last year with no John Wall, the year before with no John Wall. So, I mean, he had Davis Bertans and a bunch of other pieces last year. Yeah. I'd like to see him with a better roster. I get it. I get it. I just think Devin Book is the better player. Okay, we'll move on. Nikola Jokic or Kawhi Leonard? Uh, wow, that's actually tough. That is tough. Uh, I'm going to go with Nikola Jokic. I like it. I agree. And I love Kawhi. Like, I love I Kawhi really too. I love Kawhi Leonard. I love Kawhi. Not too. even because of and what he did with the Raptors. Kawhi has a ring too. So that's, that is a tough call. He has two. And two finals MVPs. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I would take Jokic, man. Uh, yeah. Jokic I love I love Jokic. I'd take... Like if I'm, I'm thinking about this like a fantasy draft situation and who would I take first? It would, it would be Jokic. And I'm sorry, Kawhi, because... Yeah. Kawhi's a, a franchise player, but so is Jokic. And I think we're yet to see the best of Jokic. So he's only 25. I agree. Yeah. You could, it's funny you bring up the looking at it like a fantasy draft. You could look at it this multiple ways, like building, literally being a GM and building with real players or yeah. in 2K. In 2K, I'd probably take Kawhi yeah. as a perimeter guy. Yeah. But in real life, I'm taking Jokic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next. I'm looking at it real life fantasy draft. Like yeah. if every player was available for me to take, It'd be Jokic before Kawhi, only because of that 
like, man, what, what's he going to be? Like, he's already a superstar. What, what's next? He hasn't hit his peak yet. Nah, he hasn't. All right. Next would be Pascal Siakam or Brandon Ingram. This one's actually really difficult. It is. I think people would instantly say Brandon Ingram. Um, I think. I don't know what other people think, but uh, I think I'd take Spicy P. I think I'd. I've taken spicy. I think I'd well. take spicy. Pay. I like Brandon Ingram. I think he got paid handsomely, as did Pascal Siakam last year. But I would take Siakam for the defense. Yeah. I would take Siakam for the like defensively. He is a terror. Yeah. In the maybe just not necessarily in the Raptors scheme because they like to play him sort of as a free safety. He plays a, really hard too. Like yeah. I love that kind of physical. You and know, he the wants way to get gets, better every yeah, year. Yeah. He shows a lot of. A lot of feistiness and a lot of uh, effort in, in his game. Yep. So that's good to see. We agree on Siakam. Okay, moving on. Jamal Murray or Paul George? <laughs> Contracts I aside. Mean, we we kind of smoked Paul George last week. So I'm going to stick with that and go with Jamal Murray. Not just because of his bubble performance, but Jamal Murray is the guy I would pick over Paul George. And you don't agree. I'm thinking about it. That's a tough one. I don't, I don't know. I think they'd fall in the same sort of spot like for GMs. I think GMs would be like, oh, like they both have so many questions. And Paul George could be a really bad roster fit on most rosters, especially with the way he bloody threw the coach under the bus last year. And I'm he just, was a mess. I'm just over Paul George. Yeah, for that reason, I'd take Jamal. For that reason, only because of his, you know, the issues we saw with LA last year. Yeah, and just... He, he has a tendency to melt down a little bit. Um, okay, Brad Stevens, head coach of the Boston Celtics, or Nick Nurse, head coach of the Toronto Raptors? Nick Nurse. Agreed. Say not, no more. Not even close. Okay. Not even close. I'm going to take my fist bump Listen, back because I didn't realize Brad, you are going to say that. Brad Stevens, Brad Stevens is very highly regarded. Yes. Without doing much in his NBA career. Okay. Interesting take. Like he's done. Look, it's very difficult for me to explain in such a short amount of time. Fair. But his playoff performances have been underwhelming as a head coach. Okay. Underwhelming. Yeah. They should have beat Miami. They have better players than Miami. They should have beat Miami. And he was outcoached. He was outcoached by Nick Nurse the year before. That's kind of where I see him sitting. Okay. I'm a big Brad Stevens fan, especially, I mean, just in particular, his after timeout plays are phenomenal. But Nick Nurse is also good at those. And he also has a chip. And he's a outstanding coach. I think Nick Nurse runs a lot of defenses that flummox the other team. And that's where I give him an advantage. He's a phenomenal coach. Absolutely. Yep. So we'll move on. Um, Nick Nurse or Eric Spolstra? Oh, Spolstra. 100%. That wasn't predictable at all. The Miami Heat fan. Before Spolstra's, I finish the sentence, says Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra is the best coach in the NBA. Wow. Okay. Easily. I mean, it's hard to argue. Easily. He's very consistent. Um, and I he think, comes up with new things every year. That's the best thing about Spolstra is you don't know what kind of offense you're going to get out of uh, uh, Eric Spolstra. That's very true, actually. I actually wanted to bring up he's never had less than 37 wins in a season. That's unbelievable. So you got to give him credit. Yeah. It's, it's due. I would take... Nick Nurse, because I trust his, I don't his way to adapt. Now Spolstra can adapt as well. I'm not taking that away, but I have a, 
I have a slight affin- more of an affinity for Nick Nurse. Of course you do, man. Like, we're just gonna have to Toronto disagree fan. here. Like, what are, what are we gonna argue about? Like, we're gonna have to. I disagree like Miami here. more, so I yeah. Look, if, if it was my organization, the first guy I would go after with the bank would be Eric Spolstra. Okay, he's never gonna leave Miami. He's he's a lifer there. No um, doubt. But yeah, yeah. He, he's won uh, three chips. Um, if you count him being an assistant with um, Pat Riley. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. So he, he's done a lot in his career and he did a lot with Miami last year, coaching wise, that a lot of the NBA weren't doing. And, you know, even more so, I think fans last year fell in love with Eric Spolstra even more. I think one thing we can agree on is that they both, Nick Nurse and Eric Spolstra, know how to maximize their absolutely. roster. Yeah, so absolutely. you got to give them a lot of credit for that. I love that. Yeah. They can just use any guy, plug them in, and it, they're not going to miss a step. Okay. So nobody won there. Uh, <laughs> So we will have to, yeah. Are you taking Jim Boylan over either of those guys? Yes. Jim Boylan is the GOAT. Okay. All right, moving on. I'm going to blow a fuse. (laughs) My eye's twitching and I can't stop it. Got Forrest Whitaker over here. Please. Uh, (laughs) Steph Curry or Damian Lillard? This is a good one. Steph Curry. Yeah, I agree. Steph Curry. Winability. I mean, it's kind of easy. Winning games. Now, Lillard is like an incredible player. Yeah. Goes without that saying. takes nothing off Lillard. Lillard's yeah. one of my favorite players to watch. I love Damian Lillard. Without a doubt. Um, but yeah, it's Steph Curry's won, won more chips. He's Steph been... Curry's a Hall of Famer without a doubt. So is Lillard. Yeah. But Curry is the only player in NBA history to win a unanimous MVP award. Yeah. Speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, and the stats back him up as well. 100%. Uh, All right. Uh, Kyle Anthony Towns or Chris Stapps or Porzingis? This is actually a really hard one. Yeah. I'm going to take Carl Anthony Towns. Injuries, right? Yeah. yeah. And Carl Anthony Towns is a bit younger. That was the only thing that when I, because I wrote that one down, the only reason I would take the other Chris Stapps is if he wasn't injured. If mm. he wasn't injured, I'd take Chris Stapps, like hands down. Okay. So <laughs> Carl Anthony, they're the same age. I thought Carl Anthony Towns was younger. But uh, they were drafted the same year, so that makes total sense. Um, yeah, I would take Carl Anthony Towns. I think he's more versatile. I think he's a better shooter. I think he led the league in threes as a big guy last year. Yeah. Uh, like over a certain height. Yeah, by far, that. by far. I think he, he was, was firing away. Yeah. He was averaging like green light. Uh, five or six attempts a game or something. It was crazy. Ridiculous. Actually, like, again, you can stat check if you want. I think he averaged more than that. Like, he was firing away. Yeah. But nonetheless... I think we can both agree on Towns. Jason Tatum or Bam Adebayo? Bam Adebayo. Yeah, I'm going to disagree, man. Yeah, I, I knew you would. I That's okay. That's fine. Jason I, Tatum is going to be an MVP candidate this yeah, year. Yeah. I mean, so could Adebayo. I think Bam could be too. I, and The only thing with Bam, where I'd take Jason Tatum before him, would be the shooting from outside. Yeah. That'd be it. But Bam Adebayo is better defensively. Uh, he is a better passer of the ball, okay. better at getting teammates open. He can right. set screens. He does all the dirty work while also being a star. That's why I take Bam first. That's true. Now, I'm doing this from a totally unbiased perspective because Bam is one of my five favorite players he in the league. He averaged eight point. Of, this is going back to Carl Anthony Towns. He averaged eight attempts a game yeah, from three. That's, he's that's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Um, right, back to Bam. Yeah, that's all right. I think... Yeah, Bam's one of my five favorite players in the league, but I would still take Tatum because of his point and his offensive creation. Okay. 
I think he's an outstanding, not a hot take at all. I think he's an outstanding talent yeah. and he deserves every penny of the extension he got. So does Bam. Yeah. But I would take Tatum. It's a tough one. That That's a really, uh, I think people would take Tatum for his ability to score, but I think you'd, you'd need to watch both players play and Bam will do all the dirty work while also, you know, putting up 20, 10 and eight. Like he just, yeah. he's a tough, he's a really tough player. Yeah, so anyway, is. all right. Um, Zion Williamson or Aaron Gordon? Only on dunks, because we all know who you'd take if it was players. Yeah, neither. Um, <laughs> I would take, for dunks, I would take, man, that's actually hard. Yeah. Wow. I thought I knew an answer, and then it was just like my brain blocked it yeah. from coming out of my mouth. Um, Aaron I'm gonna, Gordon. I would take Aaron Gordon. Yeah. yeah I'd take like, Gordon. I love, <laughs> Zion can smash like no one I've seen. Yeah. But I do like pause, Aaron Gordon. Pause, man. Pause. Smash like no one you've seen. <laughs> Pause. Hey, you yo. Gotta, you got to cut hey. out some of the pauses, man. Hey, yo. You got to cut back on the pauses. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so uh, I'd take uh, Aaron Gordon. He had one of the best dunks in dunk contest history. He's where pretty spectacular. he sat down on top of the guy and threw it under his legs and yeah. over the head. Crazy I think, dunk. was that the same dunk contest where Derek Jones won? No. Oh, that was against Levine where he did it. Okay. Yes. Zach Levine or Aaron Gordon? Zach Levine. Yeah, I'll take Zach Levine. Zach yeah. Levine dunks like he is the. That's incredible, he, and he's he's six five too. That's the di- main difference between him and yeah. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon's six eight, six, six nine, six eight. Yeah, I um, think Zach Levine yeah. is one of the three best dunkers I've ever seen in the dunk contest, yep. including Vince yep. Carter, and probably like, I mean, Iguodala was okay. Blake Griffin dunking over the car was pretty damn impressive. That was pretty impressive. I mean, he yeah. jumped over the hood, yeah. but still, like, yeah. yeah, can you jump over the wheel I of a car? Try. <laughs> I can try. I mean, anyway, we might put that as a as some footage extra got the content. Ten inch, ten inch vert here. Yeah. Um. All right. What's next? Who have we got? Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero? Ooh, the white shooters. Man, isn't that a good one? That is a good one. I'm gonna take Tyler Hero because okay. I like his versatility. I think he has a higher ceiling than Duncan Robinson. You're right. I'd take Tyler too. I don't want to pigeonhole Robinson as just a shooter yep. from here on out because like that's not fair to anybody really. Yeah. But it feels like his career could go that way. Yeah. And in that regard, again, fantasy draft, I'm taking Tyler Hero. Yeah, I agree. In in a fantasy draft situation, I'd say Tyler Hero. Age, ability on ball, that's probably, you know, the main two points. Okay. Now, we still love Duncan Robinson. Mm. I want to ask you, Duncan Robinson or Michael Jordan? In today's NBA? Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Fair. By far. Like, yeah, fair. I'd, I'd probably take Duncan first. In, in an all-time draft? Yeah. I mean, Josh, you would do that. Yeah. With every player at their best, I would yeah. take Duncan Robinson first. Peak LeBron, peak Duncan, or even just half Duncan. Peak, it, peak Duncan? Peak we Duncan haven't seen peak, fair. We haven't seen peak Duncan. Peak Duncan is on his way. Can I ask you, Duncan Robinson or Tim Duncan? Duncan Robinson. Okay. What kind I mean, of question is that? One. You're not going to take Jordan. You're not wow. taking Tim Duncan. All right. Uh, LaMarcus Aldridge or Tobias Harris? Oh, LaMarcus Aldridge. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Leadership, uh, ability on court. He's a better mid-range shooter. Knockdown. Like, absolute lights out mid-range shooter. He's actually a better three-point shooter than Tobias Harris. Wow. Um, I should fact check it, but I believe that he has a 44% three-point shot or something crazy, um, which We're surprised probably me. probably making that up, but we'll see. I probably am, actually. It was something ridiculous. 44%? Something like yeah, I think so. It was it would surprise me. 
because he doesn't take many. It was like for his career, he's a thirty-one. Yeah. Last year, he shot thirty-nine percent rounding uh, 40, up. 40. Let's say forty. Yeah. Let's round all the way up so yeah. I don't sound as ridiculous. Four zero. Whereas, yeah. So last season, Tobias Harris shot thirty-six point seven percent. Well, there you go. Yeah. So right. he is a better three-point shooter. So don't question me ever again. Um, but he also attempted five three-point shots per game, which is a lot. That's I'd Tobias say it's Harris. a fair amount. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, so, yeah, I, I would take Lamarcus Aldridge. Yep. Fair enough. Definitely. Uh, would you take Donovan Mitchell or Jamal Murray? Man, these are all really good. Um, I would take Donovan Mitchell. Uh, I like his consistency a lot more. Mm-hmm. At this stage, mm-hmm. now this could age poorly because Jamal Murray could rise higher than Donovan Mitchell in terms of reaching your potential, but they both have such high ceilings. At this stage, uh, I'm taking Donovan Mitchell because he's got the like his performance. First of all, in his rookie season against OKC, he went toe to toe with Jamal Murray last season, and I think he's the like he's. The fact that he was able to plug in and take over basically from Gordon Hayward and keep Utah relevant is pretty spectacular. Now, Rudy Gobert has a, a place in that argument as well, but I think what he's done is really special. That's incredible. It really is. I, I would take um, I'd take Donovan. Okay. It's uh, Yeah, I like Jamal, but yeah, Donovan Mitchell, what he's been able to do on that roster with, you know, when they just gave up on everything and were like, okay, we're restarting. And he was like, nope, we're not, <laughs> we're not going backwards. Um, yeah, I really like him. I, I think that's probably one of the uh, one of the better uh, draft choices in Utah's history. Definitely, maybe yeah. the best. Absolute sleeper. Like he really, yeah, just set the world on fire. He was excellent. Next up, um, Brooke Lopez or Miles Turner. Miles Turner. That easy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to disagree. I think Brooke Lopez's defensive impact is far superior to Turner. Yeah, Miles Turner averaged more blocks. He was second in the league last season, only behind Hassan Whiteside. That's fair. And now, we all know how if Hassan we're using, Whiteside defends. Yeah, if we're using Hassan Whiteside as the benchmark, I think that can get picked apart easily. The stat I would use would be Brooke Lopez led the league in contested shots last year. Now, that doesn't include blocks necessarily. Yeah. That just includes anything that comes to the rim, anything that he defends, really. Um, and he was the runaway leader. Well, he still had 2.4 blocks per game. There you go. Um, his plus-minus advanced statistics, he was actually really good defensively. Um, offensively, I think he kind of uh, fell off a little bit last season. Tiny bit. Uh, he wasn't shooting as much, definitely wasn't shooting as much last season as he was the year before. Um, but yeah. I'd just take Miles Turner. I think Miles Turner has a better ceiling if he can find the right situation. He's kind of struggled a little bit when Demarcus Sabonis is on the court. Yeah, he doesn't really know where he fits doesn't in. Fit. Um, so yeah, I, when he finds the right situation, I think we'll see the real Miles Turner. So I, I'd take him just to see that. Uh, John Wall, John Wall, or Russell Westbrook. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not. I like Russell Westbrook a lot. I might take. No, I'm going to take Westbrook. I was about to say John Wall, but I'll take Westbrook over Wall in most cases. We've yeah. talked about how the Rockets would be a better fit with John Wall and Harden. Yeah. But I would take Westbrook over Wall. Yeah, if you had to pick one or the other, it'd be, it'd be Westbrook. Yeah, but, not even a statistical thing. Like, if yeah. I'm just going to have a guy on my franchise, I like Westbrook more. Yeah. Intensity. Agreed. 
yeah. uh, passion. 100%. I, I'm on board with that, 100%. Sweet. All right. James Harden or Chris Paul? Chris Paul. Wow. Yeah, Chris Paul. No thoughts? No, nah, okay. no. Nah, I enjoy watching Chris Paul and how he carries his team to wins. Uh, haven't seen that from James Harden. So, yeah. Mm. Okay, fair. I would take Chris Paul as well, but not by that much of a landslides from the sounds of it. <laughs> okay. I like Chris Paul a lot. Yeah. One of my five favorite players ever. Yeah. But James Harden is hard to not pick because of his offensive wizardry. Well, 36 points per game. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. You, you After can't. winning MVP, he improved to that. Yeah. That was crazy. It is unbelievable. Basically, that season, if you want to jump back to that, he was the reason the Rockets made the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I can say that. And that's where it's tough to say that, you know, one carries a franchise and one doesn't. But, you know, you watch Chris Paul play last year with OKC and the pieces that he had around him and all of them improved. That's really hard to do, getting a, a you know, a, a big piece on your franchise like that. Yeah. And making everyone around them better. Um, yeah, I, that's why I'd take Chris Paul. I think, yeah, th to that point, Chris Paul didn't really make a fuss of it. He came in, he was a professional. Yeah. And it's, I think it's paid off because the, it's funny, the stock, his stock dropped off at the end of that season with Houston. And then he was traded for Westbrook and everyone had questions. Is he too old? All this other stuff. And then his stock rose back up with the way he performed in OKC. Yeah. So it really all worked out for the best. Now he's in Phoenix. I think he's going to do his thing. Yep. Uh, next. Uh, ben Simmons or Joel Embiid? Man. I'm going to take Ben Simmons. Uh, I'm on record saying this, I believe. I think Ben Simmons is the guy you want on your franchise based on a few different factors. Yep. Who would you pick? Ben Simmons. Yeah. I think we both really like Ben because of his versatility. Uh, he can play five positions in today's NBA. Yeah. He plays with a lot more intensity on both ends. Yep. He regularly leads the league in loose balls, deflections. He doesn't take bad shots. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. He doesn't take bad shots almost ever. Yeah. Like if he does... He's like 70% from the field. He corrects himself from the field. pretty quickly. He's, he's uh, very, very consistent. Um, you know, contributes on every end of the floor. You know, assists, gets guys open. Yeah. Um, Gets no doubt. rebounds. He doesn't stop. He just has the. Uh, he can run Great for motor. days. Exactly. Um, yeah. I like. There's nothing else you can say. He's like 56 percent shooter. Um, it's pretty good. He was 58 last year, so his shooting splits have gone up. I would just like to see um, a little bit more point production. Um, but yeah, I mean, what can you say about a guy that's averaging, you know, 16, eight and eight, like? I think what's pretty amazing about Ben Simmons is his career stats, his averages have not really changed much, but mm. he's been the same since the rookie season. Like he came in the league and averaged 16, eight and eight, just out of the box, just that easy. He had 1.7 steals last year. He led the league with 2.1. And since then he's been 16, eight and eight. Yeah. It's amazing. He's very consistent. Now, again, to your point, I'd like to see an improvement of the scoring. We'll see what happens this year yep. with uh, a, a revamped, coaching staff and obviously they've added more shooting around him so want to see him stay healthy i do want to yeah. you know know that he's the uh long-term option um in philadelphia but i think he's a better option than Embiid. yeah i agree last one um jimmy butler or carl anthony towns i think we all know the answer to this one uh it's gonna be jimmy butler it has to be jimmy butler i mean yeah he proved he was a superstar in the finals 
Uh, I honestly had questions up until that point if, if he was worth the max contract. I don't anymore. But I'm going to take Carl Anthony Towns ah. just to piss you off. <laughs>